0: Good morning, ladies. How is everyone? Good morning. Welcome to another episode of Because Mom Said So. I'm so happy to see you guys. It seems like it's been forever since we've seen you,
1: Holly. She's been a world traveler. I have. It's so funny. I've been on the road. I mean, this month of May, I knew it was going to be a busy... Oh, what are we? May's going into June. I knew it was going to be a busy, like, four to six weeks. But I just got... I don't know. I've been on the road. I've been on planes. I've been, like... Globe hopping, globe traveling. It's been kind of funny. I feel like I'm like somebody special.
0: I'm so glad you got to be with your
1: family, you know, with your mom. I did. I did. I got to go visit my mom and dad, my sister in New York. We surprised my mom with this Mother's Day trip to Aruba. That was so much fun. My mom and I are in Aruba. We've never traveled before. I think I, I don't know if I told you guys, we have never ever traveled together just the two of us. And I didn't realize that until we were there. I'm like, here I am, 52 years old. I've never been alone with my mom on a trip, just the two of us. It was such a special uh, experience. We had a lovely time. It was a good respite for her. She needed it. And then um, I was, I, I think I went to LA two or three times, like really quick trips just to do stuff for Nia, like move her out of her dorm or like nothing fun. Like it wasn't a social trip or anything like that.
2: May is a busy time when it's you have kids
1: time. with
2: the end of the school year and finals And, you know, if you have college kids, move out, move home, move into different. It's really graduation. I've been at a graduation party for, you know, the last four weekends oh have you well it's oh, just wow. a busy time because people are it you know yeah. getting there. so and you squoze in a trip with your mom
3: yeah that was nice i did my sister
1: and i did that yeah we it was my sister's idea she's like let's let's do this and i was like okay so we planned it and it just kind of came together it was beautiful it was really nice. i had never been to aruba before oh, i know i know you guys yeah. have i've yeah. never been and it was fine we had a really good time
2: okay question. Would you do it again? Just you and your mom? So it was you, your mom, and your sister? No,
1: my sister stayed behind with my dad. Got it. Yeah, my my sister stayed behind with my dad. So it was just the two, like literally, it was just the two of us. I think you should make that a yearly
3: thing, Miss Holly. I yeah. think so. We,
1: Wouldn't would that be nice? travel buddies. It would be really nice. We're very similar yeah. in our travel styles and... Lots yeah. of bags? Yeah, I was just going to say, she brings a lot of bags, too. <laughs> I am her child, and she is my
0: mom. <laughs> you learned from the best. I think that's great. You know, I, I'm really envious of you because I never got to travel with my mom like that because she was gone before, the, you know, before yeah. I was able to do that, you know? Right. So that's, kind of I'm jealous. Yeah,
1: it is. You know, and it made you, it put things in perspective because never, and my mom kept saying, like, my girl, she would tell anybody who would listen. My girl surprised me with my trip. Like, so she was so, (laughs) our daughter. And she was absolutely um, so cute, too, because she couldn't believe we actually paid for the trip. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. funny. Who did she think paid
0: for it? (laughs) I
1: think, honestly, because my mom is, she's so, you know how my mom is. We go out to dinner. She takes us all out to dinner. She yeah. does that. That's just how she is. She's, everyone's her child. You're she right. Takes everybody. She takes care of everybody. That's just her mindset. Yep. And so, yes, we took her on vacation in quotes, but she was, I think was expecting to pay for it. So oh. she <laughs> says that I'm putting her credit card on am like, mom, you really don't need to do that. So I'm going to put it down. And she kept thinking there's going to be these extra charges at the end. And I'm like, I well, sure not. Hope they're not, because this is supposed to be a trip where you yeah. know we covered for you. It was all inclusive, and at the end there was like a three dollar like optional charge, and it was for, <laughs> for the daycare. And she's like, oh yeah, just put on the bill. And so when they when she went to sign it, she's like, what? Where's the rest of the money? <laughs> they're like, there's, it's, it's paid for. Like, oh, and she couldn't believe it. She's like, you guys really paid for this trip? I'm like. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I love her. That is special.
3: Isn't she adorable? <laughs> it was present enough, just you going with her. Yes, she didn't thank expect you. you to pay for it. She just wanted you to go with. Just
1: her. wanted my time. Just yeah, yeah.
2: I think that's so cute. Where did you stay in Aruba? How were your accommodations?
1: It was nice. It was lovely. It was um, actually I told Evan and all the kids like if you ever go, you should go to this place. All of the it's very very small, but all of the uh, rooms are oceanfront, beachfront. Like you are literally oh. on the beach of all of the night.
2: <gasps> I love very it. Sm-
1: it's very small. It's all inclusive. So you have lots of restaurants to choose from. And we loved all of the food. It was really good. Sometimes you go all inclusive and it's uh-huh. not that great. So yeah. I was kind of yes. worried about that.
3: No, the food was all ex- mm. excellent. I love all inclusive though, because you don't have to worry about taking your wallet and tipping people and all that kind of stuff. I love that. Yeah, just at the end or whatever. Yes, yes, yes. that's great.
1: And you have to think because one of the hardest things that we have as a family—I don't know if anybody else is like this—we have a hard time deciding where we're going to eat. Yeah, so we're like, Mm -hmm. we'll spend like an hour. Like, what do you want to eat? What do you want to eat? I don't know. What do you want to eat? And we'll do that for like a good hour. Play that game. Well, you know, we do. Greg makes our arrangements prior
0: to us going on. That's what we do. Oh, he does all of our reservations, so we talk about it prior to. That's what we do too. That's smart. Because it's Greg, and he's an engineer. and he's, My sister you know, does that. You know. Yeah, That's smart.
1: That's very smart. I like that idea. I, have to, I might have to steal that one. That's a good
2: one. <laughs> the Julie McCoy,
0: the leader. Yeah, the tour director. The tour director from the <laughs> Love <laughs> Boat. Oh, I love that. We're going to Cabo, and we have like a concierge service at our house because we got a house in July. And that the concierge sent us a list of everything. So we're all deciding that what we're going to do, like, because oh, so we'll I have all it. of our
1: arrangements made. So all of your activities and your rest. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah.
0: I like that. That's very nice. I don't want any activities. I want to just chill. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> no
0: activities for this one.
1: It's fu- it's funny when you get to that place, because I think I finally have gone to that place in travel where I don't want to do anything. Yeah. I want to do nothing. <laughs>
2: When I go away on vacation, I don't want to have to worry about being on time for the <gasps> I, restaurant or the, you know, the zip line or the boat.
3: Just, I just like to sit and go. That's why I don't like my, to make my reservations ahead of time. Because I want to eat when I want to eat. I don't want to have to like if I'm having mm. fun at the pool, I don't want to have to go back to the room and get showered because I got to be back for my reservation. But mm-hmm. but then half the time you can't get reservations. <laughs> When you do it that way we do it like seven o'clock
0: that's our dinner time you know it's kind of funny yeah that's good yeah that's good that's good so you plan a day around that and you just know okay that's yeah. good all these little tips but greg cooks he cooks breakfast for everybody though and then you know several different breakfasts because everyone
1: gets up so different that's good i need to take greg on vacation me too <laughs> Or maybe have them plan, it. have a plan my vacation.
2: Oh, <laughs> I want to take you, haul so you can pay for mine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, ditto. Oh, Greg can plan it. Holly can pay. And, you know, the rest of us can just sit and relax.
3: Me, Melissa, and Jill sit at the beach. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> With a cocktail. Uh-huh. Oh,
0: I like God. that idea. Oh, my God.
2: For our listeners out there, I want to share with you a new product that I have been using. It is a hair revival serum. It's called Revella. Revella is a beauty and wellness brand whose mission is to find new, better ingredients than what's currently available, but not just to combine all the best known ingredients out there. They take a step back, do fundamental testing, and find ingredients that no one has ever looked at before. Founded by Harvard, MIT, and Princeton scientists, at the time they were working doing research on cancer therapies, and then when COVID hit, their labs were shut down for the pandemic. So these scientists got together to see which industries needed serious help. And they came up with Rivella, which is a hair revival serum. It's for hair loss. They say results will be seen within six to eight weeks. So for women who want to possibly rejuvenate their hair or they're concerned about maybe some losing hair, take control of a problem that you maybe have felt powerless against. Try Revella hair revival serum. It's not an oil or shampoo or foam. So you can put it in your hair and style your hair and it's not greasy and you can do it day or night. It's ultra lightweight, water-based, fast drying formula. And it comes with a wonderful, it's like a head massager actually. It's like one of those wet combs and you just put the product on, it comes in a dropper and just rub it around your hair and then style your hair as needed. Revella also came out with an eyebrow serum. It launched in mid-May using the same breakthrough ingredients as the Hair Revival Serum and customers are seeing results in as little as four weeks. I've seen growth and regrowth with the use of my Revella Hair Revival Serum. Start your hair revival today. Take a look at the site and check out their customer success stories. We always love a success story. Some of them are really quite amazing. Try the serum risk-free for 60 days. That's at GetRivella.com slash so Use our discount code So for an extra
0: 15% off. Ladies, I thought today we could do something fun. We asked fans to actually send us questions with their voice record because I thought that was so cute because, you know, we have like the coolest, most dedicated fans.
3: Absolutely.
0: And the beauty is they're not just from
2: America or from Pennsylvania or the tri-state area or California. They're from
3: all over. Yeah. Yes.
2: All over. And I, I love that. Okay. You ready for the first one? Wait, wait, let me say one thing. Remember when Abby used to say, oh my gosh, Dance Moms is shown on 130 countries? 128. I thought she used to say 130. Yeah, it's crazy. That is crazy. It's crazy. We have fans all over. Okay, go ahead, Melissa.
4: Hi, Moms. My name's Kathy. I'm from Perth in Western Australia, and I'm also a mom of three I just want to say thanks for the podcast. It's lots of fun. I love listening to it and I really like um, the way you're natural with each other and the everyday topics that you choose to discuss. So my questions are, did your girls ever do dance exams? Um, I'm not sure if that's a big thing in the US or at the studio that you were at. In um, WA, we do dance exams along with competitions. Most dance schools offer both. So I'm just curious as to whether it's the same over there. And my other question is regarding a TV show called The Staircase and whether or not you've heard of it or watched it. Um, There's a documentary and there's also been a series made um, about it and that's just come out recently It's really fascinating and interesting if you like true crime. So just a recommendation for you. So I hope you're having a wonderful day and thanks so much again for the podcast. Bye.
2: She's adorable from Perth, Kathy. Yes. Oh, my
1: gosh, I love Love her
2: with three kids. I love
1: Perth. Kathy, uh, you live at a too. magical place. I love that. I
4: love it too. <laughs> it's
1: I've never been there. Oh, it my goodness. is. Love
0: it. It Divine is beautiful.
1: It's beautiful. It is. It's
0: worth going to. I, I love it too. So wait, girls, isn't the dance exams, isn't that only for
3: ballet? I don't know. I looked it up and it said that what's behind dance exams, a syllabus for each grade level is de- designed to help dancers develop their technique at a safe pace in order to prevent injuries. Forcing flexibility or strength components before a dancer's body is ready. Oh. Can have a serious long term effect. But then I also read one that said it was just like a ballet. Chiquetti. Remember exam. Chiquetti? Yeah. Uh-huh. I've never really had dance exams. Have you? Have your kids? No. But if, no. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think so
1: either. My thought is it's. I don't think it's big in the United States because if it was, it would be commercialized and everyone would be talking about how they have the best preparation exactly. exams. so yeah. I, my thought is we don't do it as a whole yeah because
3: otherwise someone would have capitalized on that and made a whole market so in our studio we always had to learn like say we had to do like uh grunge like you had to know the terminology like you couldn't just say like jumping over a puddle you had to know that right like brooke she had to know the definition of acrobatics because she was like an acrobatic mm-hmm. so I, I mean but it wasn't like a test Yeah. You know, but I think, you know, one time when we were on the show, Paige broke her foot. She used to make Paige sit in there and write down, like, ballet terms and stuff and, like, what the definition was and stuff. So, I mean, we did it a little bit, but not really a test. Yeah,
2: There are dance exams, and I think you're right, Holly. It's not real big in most of America. uh, I think we've been all over the United States with dance, with dance moms, taking our kids. And uh, most people don't do dance exams. However, most studios don't. But some do. It's chiquetti and it's mostly ballet. Yeah. And I I agree with you, Kel. I think that the beauty of what our kids learned, not necessarily being tested on it, but were the names, the right pronunciations of jeté and grand jeté and plié and all those. So they had to kind of know because the teacher would call it out. So if you don't know what she's saying... But they
3: were never tested on it. But some do. I think you would be surprised at, like, how many kids at, like, auditions and stuff don't know terminology. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's great. I mean, I think there's pros and cons to it. Like what Holly said about, you know, being like a competition or whatever. But yeah, I agree.
0: What about the staircases? Have any of you watched it? That is
3: on my list to watch next. Never heard of it. My, my dad watched it and he liked it. And yes. I guess the guy murdered his wife by pushing her down the steps. And this is the second wife that he's done this to. Mm-hmm. I said to my dad, I'm like, they need to like think about uh, buying a ranch home. <laughs> 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 Something with no steps because like... if." The second wife killed being pushed down the steps. That's you gotta watch it becoming a habit. (laughs) You gotta watch it.
1: I'm adding it to my list. I didn't hear of it. I'm adding it to my list. Now, Melissa, did you watch the series or the documentary?
0: The documentary. Okay, I'm gonna watch the series too. How
2: about speaking of pushing down the steps? How about Kate Moss testified for Johnny Depp about being pushed down the steps? I know. I love that. And she said, no, that never happened. I fell down the steps. He picked me up and he, you know, called
1: 911 or took me to get care. Yeah. I, I think Kate Moss heard our podcast person. Yeah, and said, she did. Oh, oh, no, Jill and Melissa, I'm going to come and testify <laughs> on behalf of County Depp. Don't worry, I got this. Oh.
0: <laughs> I don't care that it has a little wiener. I'm going to go testify. How crazy
2: <laughs> was that?
1: Yep. That was God, crazy. Wow. The whole thing was crazy. It it just caught our attention. But I'm sorry. We're talking about fan questions. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know
2: us. Kathy was adorable. And I want her to come back, listen to us, and tell us about her kids and if they dance. Yes. And tell us about the dance exams and what they do in in
0: Perth.
3: Yeah. We have a question for her. What exactly is a dance exam?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll ask her that. See if she'll send us a response to that. Okay. Ready for this one?
1: Hi, ladies. My name is Jordan. I'm 25 and I live in Nebraska. I know people actually live here. Haha. I am a huge fan of the show. And of course, your ladies podcast has me cracking up every week. Um, A question I have is when you were on the road, most of the time, how did you handle, you know, marriage? Like if you and your husbands had fights or arguments, how would you handle that if you weren't? Together in person. Me and my husband have been together for, this will be ninth year, but we just got married back in October. We went to Vegas and got married by Elvis. So I was just wondering how you guys handled marriage on the road. Thanks. She
0: was adorable, Nebraska. Yeah, yeah. people do live there. Well,
2: you know, we've talked about this before that I'll speak for myself. I would not have been able to travel and do what I did with one of my three kids if I didn't have a huge support system in my husband at home, Uh who was supportive every time I had a bad day, which, you know, was a lot. (laughs) He was the first person I went to and called and, you know, it was tough, but he was so supportive and Personally, I wouldn't have been able to do it without him. Yeah.
3: It was definitely hard with having other kids at home.
2: Yeah.
0: You know? I'm the only one that didn't have the other kids. Yeah, you were lucky. Yeah. But my husband, Greg and I really never argue. I mean, it's rare. We argue a little bit more now, I think, because he misses me, but- but I think because he knew I was going to come back on the weekends, um, we don't really argue. But if we had any arguments, it always worked it out,
1: you know. Yeah, I would say it's interesting. I, I, Evan and I don't argue, so as a whole, we, we real. I can count the number of arguments we've had. There aren't many. I mean, I, I fuss. Like, don't don't get me wrong. I'm, I do fuss. I <laughs> you do have fuss. a different
2: name for argument. I do. <laughs> I do.
1: Like just on a daily basis. Like um, maybe he would call it nagging. I call it fussing. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But at the same time, I think when we were traveling and, you know, traveling is stressful anyway, I think working in that kind of environment where you're not next to each other. I loved working on a show when we could see each other every day and just have that check in. So for us, it was important that we always we always planned when we would see each other. So we knew the time Mm -hmm. frame that we we would not go so many weeks apart without seeing each other in person because. I was strongly advised don't put stuff on text. Don't have a conversation when you're t- tired or yeah. cranky. Yep. Or it's late at night. Sometimes even for me, it's like take a breath. I, I will tell Evan sometimes that there's something that like, I just cannot handle at the moment for whatever reason. I'm like, oh, now nah, this is not a good time to have a conversation. Yeah, it could. Yeah, I'm yeah, like it-, it could because it's late at night and I just I can't take it or I just don't want to deal with it at this moment but you have to kind of like put a pin in it and come back to it later and I think you just want to be careful that you don't say things in the heat of the moment because it just it, it could be damaging to that person's ego or they you know just their it can be crushing and you don't intend it to be that way yeah so you just want to be mindful of that and the same goes vice versa and just having respect for that person but you know arguments do happen, but you just have to communicate and do not just don't send it over text. Text can be so
3: it, it misleading. Can it. Like, yeah, yeah, like that happens a lot. You yeah. know it's
0: cute, Holly. It's so funny you say fuss because that's what I do. Like, like <laughs> you know the flat. Like our flowers got in. I wasn't home. I said, "Oh, Greg, you got to go get um, hanging baskets." He goes, "I'll go tomorrow." And I was like, "Okay." And then so we hung up on our FaceTime, and then he called me from the be- bells that. And he goes, "I'm here to get your baskets." I said, "You weren't going till tomorrow." And he goes, "Uh huh." You know, like because he he knows when I'm like, "Okay," it's so, <laughs> like, "Do it now."
3: Yeah, exactly. I want
0: it done now, but I don't tell him that because he does everything, you know. But he knows my
1: cues. Yeah, and you know, you got to pick and choose your battles, like you know, you, yeah, you're yeah. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna battle that. It's not worth it. It's and schemer things. Yeah. And, so, like, and you, as a spouse, you have to learn to pick and choose. Everything's not worth an argument. No. And you know, some your spouse knows, like, okay, this is important to do or not to do. You know, I'm gonna leave it there. I'm gonna leave it there because there's so much I could go into this, but yeah, just pick and choose your battles. I think that's the other thing. Yeah,
2: there've been so many times when I would call home and just letting Erno have it, just because I was all worked up. And I think back and I'm like, oh, God, he was so good to just let it roll off his shoulders. Like, yeah, not that we I was picking a fight, but he could have, you know, fussed back. hollow I'll use your word. <laughs> and he didn't because he knew the stress yeah, we yeah. were all under. And and he just knew. Oh, yeah. So that's what I mean. But, you know, you just yeah. need someone to support you in your
1: decision to go off and do this for your child. Because you're you projecting. know what I mean? Yeah, because you could be projecting yeah. and you don't want them to take that and then lash out at you. You, which is a human response. Oh, here's the other thing I was gonna say. Don't expect the same like the way you respond to things the other person yeah. can respond or be right. you. Right. Yeah. Like yeah, you to, You can't do that.
0: I Greg just says yes, dear.
1: I'm here to serve.
0: <laughs> I'm here to serve. And when you cool, know he, Greg, <laughs> and he, he's so cute because when Kenzie moved into her new place, she's like, she called him and she goes, Gregga, can you please come hang everything for me? <laughs> So he came for like 10 days and the last day, she was like, oh, I forgot this. And he goes, this is the last day until July that I'm going to see you here. So he did so much work. He goes, wow, I need a vacation.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh
0: Okay, you ready for the next one? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. This girl is so cute. I just want to tell you her name's Skylar.
3: Hello, moms. This is Skylar Lee. I hope you like this question. My question for you guys is, what is your favorite meal of the day and why? Love you guys. It's oh my so god. Your voice is so cute.
1: I love you, Skyler. Skyler is speaking our love language. Food. That's what I said. Because yeah.
0: She sent us five questions because she's so cute, but that one is definitely speaking our language, girls. Yes.
2: Well, yeah, because I, I can't even pick a favorite meal because I love them all. Skylar, I'll say my favorite meal is my
0: nighttime snack. <laughs> uh, I, I look forward to it. I think my favorite meal is one with people, like more than, you know, like a group of people, like my family. I love when we have our family dinners, because we try to do that once a week. um, And it's normally dinner. So dinner is probably my favorite. Yeah, that's
3: great. I like that too. But I, I don't have them very often anymore. Now I tend to, I, I don't know, I'm weird. I only eat like one meal a day now. And I tend to like lunch. Oh, I man, do like, yeah. I do like a big lunch because... You know, I don't really eat breakfast, so I don't like breakfast. So I'm starving, so I order a big lunch, and then I'm not really hungry at dinner time. so I'll just have, like, a snack before I go to bed. So pretty much my only meal of the day is lunch. Wow. 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 That'd be good. Which is terrible. People tell you not to eat that way, but I don't know. That just kind of works with my lifestyle. I think that's a really good
1: way. Um, I think for me, it might be... Okay, I'll say this, because I'm like Jill. I I like eating all day long. All those meals are Mm. really uh, fabulous. (laughs) I don't want anyone, any of them to feel slighted. But I do like my morning coffee routine. uh, Especially when the weather's nice. I like to sit out on the deck and just look out and have my cup of coffee and think and kind of meditate, relax. Sometimes I read. Sometimes I call and visit with my family and do a FaceTime. But it's just that morning
3: yeah, that's Coffee nice.
1: routine is really nice.
3: It's soothing for me.
1: I eat three meals and two snacks,
0: just to tell you. Yeah.
3: <laughs> that's what you're, you're supposed to eat. Like every three good. For five hours, you okay. know?
2: Okay. Wait, did you guys realize what we just did? Each of us, Holly, you were morning. Kelly, you were breakfast. Uh, I mean, you were lunch. You were dinner. Melissa, you yeah. were dinner, and I was nighttime snack. Snacks. Is that crazy? <gasps> That's crazy, <laughs> yeah. We are
0: like a full meal deal.
1: <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. That is so true. That is That funny. is so weird.
0: Okay. Yeah. Oh my god. I think that is so funny. Okay, let's do the next one.
1: Hi moms. Greetings from Japan. My name is
2: Arisa and this is my question. What made you want to put your girls in a dance class at such a young age? Was it because he used to be a dancer as well, or or were there any other specific reasons?
0: Thank you. I mean, that's Japan. And is she adorable? Wow. I love it. I love her voice. Yeah, very soothing.
2: Well, we've talked about this before. We talked about this on the show. My kids started really young, mostly... Well, with my oldest, mostly with Rye, it was for, for exercise and to, to get in, to be in good shape, you know, at a young age, get limber and for self-discipline to learn to sit and wait your turn and follow directions at a
0: really yeah. young age. Mine was, I wanted my kids to be in costumes. I just wanted them to Oh work. yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, <laughs> I was like, I want my girls. Wait, my, did you know. dance, Melissa? no my
2: parents couldn't afford to send me well how did you know about the great costumes like you had to have seen
3: it right or how i guess i don't know why i just wanted them in (laughs) choo-choo
2: yeah
3: Yeah, i mean me i danced since i was two and a half so i just kind of it was the only thing i ever knew so to me when i had a girl it was like oh my gosh like i get to put her in dance class because yeah it's just what i did you know yeah
1: Um, For me, I didn't dance young, but I did have um, experience with dance classes, and I think my college dance experience being part of a dance company was so powerful. My thought was I want my daughter to have that at a young age because it just taught me so much.
3: You told us about how amazing your dance teacher was.
1: She was absolutely incredible, Sandy Burton, and she really instilled so many great positive things about just yeah that's great being a person not not just a dance and not as a teacher you learn so much through dance we had dance education in the school where I was a principal so you learn about spatial awareness you learn about yeah. working with other people yeah. you learn so much about just listening and skill sets that just you can apply to everyday life. So I just thought that would be great. My boys had no interest in it. Like Mia would be willing to take, that. she did karate and soccer and other things too and gymnastics, but she loved dance. Where my boys were really more on the athletic side and did some martial arts, but everyone just kind of found their their group. They were all exposed to different things. And we also had, you know, great uncle on that side, his uncle was his great uncle, who was a tap dancer. So like that, like dance was just part
0: of the family fabric. Yeah. Just saying how your teacher was so fabulous. That's just like our girls' teacher.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Sorry. Well, you know
2: what? Let me play off you, Hall. Dance teaches life skills, not just dance. You know what I mean? Not just a plie or pas de bourree
3: mm-hmm. at a young age i think it gives you like poison you, like you you stand so many life properly skills, right like like i when i would go to like my girls school dances and we would have like you know how everybody gets together and takes pictures at the house and stuff yeah you could tell which girls were dancers by the way they stood mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Presentation.
3: So, yeah presentation it, yeah it's weird You, i could just tell that yeah isn't that yeah. funny for sure
0: are you ready for the next one, girls? Yeah. Yeah, thanks,
3: sure. Teresa. Hi, my name is Emily Zaccardi. My Instagram handle is at Emily Zaccardi underscore. And I would like to know who do you love more, your kids or your pets? Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh.
2: Sh- sh- Emily, you're
0: hitting deep. <laughs> That's tough. That's so funny because <laughs> it's really funny because my day revolves around the dogs yeah and now the the cat so this is such a good question of love and holly's literally
1: busting oh, a gut right now i'm almost fell off the chair that is hilarious because she obviously listens to our podcast because
3: <laughs> yeah about our dogs you talk our about children. the
1: dogs uh, yeah
0: <laughs> so Definitely. wait God. can i tell you in the morning i go out and have my coffee and if it's just you know it's normally boots and um ivy boots Sits on the ground, just looks up at me, and I rock Ivy like a baby, like this, and drink my coffee, and I and I sing to them. Oh
3: my
4: gosh!
0: And uh, people must think I'm crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think you're crazy. Yeah,
1: I do. Uh, not because I do that too. My like, oh, tank, especially. Oh, oh my yeah. God! You can hold tank. Oh my God, yes, I rock him like he's a baby. I do. He Aww. falls right asleep in my arm. Oh my Aww. gosh! He doesn't. He's. But you know what? It's so funny you say that. And. And she asked that question because when I came home yesterday um, from the airport, of course, William greeted me at the door. I gave him a hug and a kiss, and I come in, and who sees me but Sasha and Tank? And it was like, uh-huh. the, the ladies back, the ladies back, and they uh-huh. just started. They couldn't contain. She's they start crying and whimpering, and Tank starts shaking, and they, it was. So yes, I was happy to see William, but he didn't do that. Um, just gonna say
3: that. my my comment was gonna be I, I there's no comparison i love my kids way more than my pets of course of course um, yes but i think my pets love me more than my kids for sure. well yeah i yeah. get no reaction like that morgan from my kids when I, walk in the room. Exactly. I think that's just so sweet when you come in and they're just so happy to see you oh I love isn't that it? Feeling. Yeah. My I little
2: dolce them. runs circles. Yeah. Like, Oh my gosh. It's she so jumps sweet. up and runs circles and jumps up two times. She's a routine. It's a, it's
1: a beautiful homecoming. Although I do yeah. love my children more. They, they, I do love yes. them more. I do. But they know I they do know I, I spoil those little my little doggies. Yeah. I have enough love for everybody. Me, my there dog you and go. my kids. There you go. I just
0: yeah. treat them differently. Okay. Yeah. Ready for the next one? Yes. Yep. Hello, my name is Ryan. And my question is, if there is one moment on the show, which I'm sure that there's a lot, but if there's just one that sticks out to you that you wish that you could go back and
1: change how you reacted, or what you said, and how would you go about it now?
3: That's a good one. Oh, oh God. God. I, our podcast isn't long enough for me to say all my things I've changed.
2: These kids are adorable. Very thought, well thought out questions. I know. That's a tough mm. one because for me, there are so... And I'll I'll say it a million times over. I don't have any regrets for who I am or what I did or what I said. But there were so many times where I'm like, Oh, I wish I should have said this instead of that. But at this moment, I'd have to go back through and, and watch and yeah. And you know, sometimes I'd go home and fester all night in bed thinking, Oh God, what just happened, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I can't think
0: of a Single moment, but it cr- well, my, I mean either My my kids begged me not to say anything to Abby ever, and now if I could go back, oh, she oh. she would hate me. Oh, I have such a voice now and a big one, and I would make her cry. See, I used my voice. I should have probably kept mine shut. I would have made her cry because you can make her cry when you yell at her. You know?
1: Yeah. I don't have a single thing that I can think of like I would want to. T- Take back because everything I said, I really did mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I probably there are things that I don't I don't know. I don't really know how to respond to that question. It's an excellent question. I think for me, it's more of I wish I had because you don't like even when you explain things. You don't always, your explanations aren't always heard because of editing or there's, there's right. so much time to be, you know, there's to be had. So I just wish there was more, oppor- there were more opportunities to explain the the rationale yeah. behind the thinking, if anything. Yeah. But that, is, yeah. you know, that's to me is like where's the greatest frustration, like where those comments or those reactions were coming from. I didn't feel like always my voice was
3: heard as far as why i was reacting the way that i did or why i said things editing sucked i i think if all of us went back we would look at it so different we were so naive when we went in, and we we didn't know like about how it was going to be edited and things like that i think we all would probably watch more of what we said or made sure we said extra things mm-hmm. to explain those reasons. You know what I mean? Hold yeah. Like
2: I, yeah, but sometimes we did and that didn't show. That didn't air. No. People yeah. don't know yeah. what happened prior to the blow up or yeah. the meltdown. Like yeah. it, it was, listen, it was a TV show. And I don't think any of us have anything to be ashamed of or no. regretful. Or, no. Right. And it I was I me, me and the garbage jump. <laughs> yeah, but Kel, people don't know the build up to that.
3: I, I know. Yeah. You know. You had nowhere else but, to go. But, there was nowhere exactly. else to
2: go. But exactly. <laughs> you couldn't but, get out. You were trapped. But if
3: I would have been in a different state of mind, I would have, like, known, like, don't go sit by a garbage dump because they're going to make you look like an idiot. Like, I, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I, yeah. When you're in that moment, you don't realize what they're going to do with stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. so I don't know. I I would definitely do stuff different. Not that I'm saying I don't think what I said I believed in or what Mm -hmm. I felt was real. I just would have thought a little more about how I presented it. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good, good question, Ryan. You're killing us here. (laughs) Okay, let's do the next one.
2: Hi, my name is Jimena. I'm from Peru and my question is what period would you travel to if you were given a time machine? Bye.
0: Oh, oh that's so that oh, is such a good one. Yeah. I would go to the 50s cuz I like like my to see what my mom did when she lived in Brooklyn and she, you know, they roller skated and wore cute clothes and definitely the 50s for me.
2: You know what, Melissa, that's what first came to my mind, too. And I wonder if it's because of our parents who, mm-hmm. you know, most likely grew- were teenagers in the 50s. And they would, my mom and dad would tell me interesting stories, you know, about the Vietnam War and things that were going on and and how fun high school was and how they met in high school and things they did. So
1: I think 50s for me, too. Um, yeah. Okay. I don't want to go too far back because of just history and that the time period. It just does not sound appealing <laughs> to me. I am so thankful for my ancestors that lived it, fought for rights, and um survived those experiences. Like you know, my dad grew up in a segregated school system, so yeah, that was his experience. So I'm like, that's not that far that you know that long ago. I mean, he grew up with segregation. I think. I would like to go back to my childhood because I don't, of course, I don't remember my childhood. So in the seventies, because I would like to see the people who I don't remember or my mom talks about and people who shaped my life or had some impact in it. And just because I just don't remember them because I was so little. So I would like to know who are these people that she talks about and who I have no memory of. I would love to just kind of Be a flyer on a wall and to see that Uh again, to see that. I don't know. Yeah, I think that'd be kind of cool. I think
3: I would go to like the late sixties, early seventies. Like,
2: yeah, where
3: like the flower children were the hippies, and where they had the uh, the Volkswagen buses, and that. Um, I loved all the clothes back then, the bell bottoms, and (laughs) maybe I'd do. Oh, you would. You would fit in good there. I don't know if you would have (laughs) survived. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <What>? <laughs> ah. oh, i don't know good. i think that's when I w- what i would do although i would love to go and wear those like a bridgerton on the show bridgerton so what like, period was that clothes. What I when was bridgerton like i would love
0: that the 20s i don't know no way oh. before then i think oh i know i don't watch it so, I, I, um. I,
3: I say I, that now when i watch it and i love like you know yeah, yeah the corsets me- and all that but Doing that every day, like it looks like I would, I think I would like that in my head, but maybe I wouldn't once I think about doing that every single day, that might get exhausting.
2: You would get in trouble for wearing sweats, Kel. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Kelly, I think they wear undergarments, so. Yeah. yeah there's that
0: Gosh. too.
1: I, I better stick with Woodstock, huh? <laughs> I, I you don't so. have to wear, you
0: don't have to wear any undergarments there. <laughs> okay, good.
3: I'm, I'm, I'm sticking with Woodstock.
2: Oh, here, I just Googled Bridgerton. Uh, eighteen thirteen, I think. Oh, oh my wow. god! I, wow,
3: eighteen hundreds, early eighteen hundreds. Like, yeah. I like having like television, and I don't know that I could go microwave back so far that I didn't have like all the luxuries of.
2: I know, but could yeah. you guys do without the internet and Instagram and all that?
3: I could do without that, yeah.
2: I might be able to. I mean, mm-hmm. it's so fun to like Google stuff and say, "Oh, Bridgerton 1813," or whatever. Vietnam War started in 1953, whatever, but otherwise, I don't know.
3: Yeah, but I don't I don't think I could do without like a microwave and a television. I think I would kind of lose my mind, but
2: I don't know. I might be
3: okay. Phone I could do without like a cell phone, you know what I mean? And the internet and like Instagram, like I could care less about Instagram. Yeah. As you guys probably see, I'm never on there. And when I do go on, everybody makes fun of me because my pictures are terrible. I don't <laughs> say the right thing. <laughs> People are
0: just bullies. Yeah. I think we have time for another one. Is that okay, guys? Yeah. Yeah. This, this yes. little, this girl is adorable.
2: Hello. My name is Jaden from the UK and I'm a dancer. I just want, to ask if you have any advice on how to prepare for two solos because i'm performing two solos in my summer show in the beginning of july and i just would like to know what your advice would be because i have never done two solos before and i'm really really nervous about it Mm.
0: Oh, my God, God. Jade. She's adorable from the UK. Oh, I love her. First of all, I don't think anyone should ever have two solos. I'm sorry. I think, I don't know. I think that's just a bit much. Well, she's probably a very good dancer.
3: She gets... Well chosen to do two solos. Yeah.
2: I, I, I disagree. If you do certain things really well, like an acro and a lyrical, I, I love that if you get the opportunity for your child to do two. Yeah. But
0: it's a lot of work. But if you're the best, you're going to win overall one and two, and you're not going to give someone else an opportunity to get the second, you know? But
2: it's not always about the win. No, I'm being serious. It's about performing. Mm -hmm. And a kid who loves to perform, if they love acro and jazz and tap and lyrical, let them, let them.
3: That's my thought on it. But I think my advice is practice, practice, practice. Mm -hmm. Like every day, just do your dance, you know, each dance four or five times and just embed it in your head.
0: It helped my kids to always do it in bed at night and just close their eyes like do walk their... through it while they're laying there yeah mm-hmm. right before they went to bed they always did their yeah
1: maddie yeah you're Hale right Kenzie,
0: stop i'm doing my dance
1: yeah <laughs> yeah you're right i think you guys are i think you guys are hilarious i'm like what we what we sound like now as opposed to when we were on the show like i was just kind of funny listening to us um hindsight's twenty twenty. i i think for me what i would tell well no no surprise here for anyone. I would say have fun. <laughs> I was like, yeah. get on that stage and have fun. Because yeah. honestly, by the time you're going to competition on competition day, your tricks aren't getting any better. Yeah, your your performance, like you're not like none of the technique is going to improve magically overnight. And those few, I would say, go on stage. You know your dance better than anybody else. Have fun with it. Show them what you can do. And have no regrets when you leave. Just have it, have fun, and leave it on the dance floor. That's it. Leave it on yeah. the dance floor. Leave it yeah. on the
2: dance floor. And I, I think <laughs> what's Girl. different. I, I mean, I know when you're competing, the purpose is to try to win. You know, but I think our studio was different because it was all about the win. A lot of studios, it's about the performance. Like you said, Hall, have fun. You know, some a lot of studios don't care about. Winning, they care about their students having fun, performing their personal best, and that's what I think is great.
1: I agree. Yeah. And my thought is, like, even if your, your your is about winning, when it comes to competition day, it doesn't make a difference because if you haven't yeah. nailed whatever that technique is the day before, the day of is not going to make a difference, honestly. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: yeah. So go out and have fun and make the most of whatever you have.
0: And and meet new friends. I think yeah. that's really important to meet yeah. new friends, at, like new dance friends from other dance studios, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We weren't allowed to do that. And I think it's so important to have a community of dancers. So true. Yeah. And there is a good com- dance community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You like, know? Je- it's it's funny. Jessica said, you know, I was friends with everyone at my studio, but I wasn't allowed to be friends with anybody else. But all the auditions she goes on with, onto. It's all kids from that she used to dance with from other studios, and she's yeah, friends with all of them now, which is great. Well, it's a small dance community; they all yeah.
2: love it, do the same.
0: That I was a great
2: good. question, Jade. That was, was yeah. so cute. And good luck. Let us know, Jade, how you do with your two solos. Yeah, yeah. We will be waiting patiently to hear, but have fun. Most important.
3: Thank you for joining us for another episode of Because Mom Said So. Make sure to listen and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. You can ask us questions or suggest topics by sending us an email at becausemomsaidso4 at gmail.com. And follow us on Because Mom Said So 4 on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Tune in next week because I'm a mom and Because Mom Said So.